The best part is like that light bulb going off for the kids. Yep. You know, you get these. I light. love seeing that. You can see it in their faces. Yes. They're just like, got it. And you're like, <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm like, I try to tell them, I'm like, that's going to happen the rest of your life. Yeah. If you choose to do this, yep. that will happen the rest Everything. of your life. Yeah. And it's such a great feeling when you feel that. Like when you experience that, the light bulb effect, I'll like, see, yep. it's so fucking rad. Like, it's it, so it rad. Is, man. You see, man, there's like, there are so many kids I've worked with. Um, that you know come in like okay so like one of my favorite one of my favorite students to work with like let's see i've been doing this for almost three years so the first two years of teaching i had um i've been teaching around the same time yeah that's crazy um (laughs) anyway sorry i had this i had this brother and sister aaron and emma they came in uh mostly the class was supposed to be for aaron he's like you know he's a little kid he's like you know, maybe like five at the time, maybe about four at the time. And um, he was just kind of getting in trouble at school and stuff, being the class clown. It happens. But you get like his sister who started doing the class. And this girl is like a, you know, like a, a, a prissy girl. Like, you know, she used to be a ballerina. She used to like, you know, little tutus and stuff like that. And you're uh, like, oh, uh-huh. man, you're adorable. You know, right. and then all of a sudden, like, she was doing the classes with her brother just to kind of like help her brother warm up. And then you see it and she starts picking it up and then she starts liking it. And then she starts loving it. Is she younger? She's older. Older. Maybe about like a year and a half older. And she just, yeah, she just picks it up and she just ends up loving it. And then she just like takes off and you're like, you weren't the main target, but you know I'm glad it clicked. Like, yeah. I, and personally, I think girls, girls just get it. You tell them to do something, and they do it, and they do it right. That's kind of true. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking about my female students as well too. Yeah, and, you I, get and boys, I feel like, and boys want to do like you know boys want to do stuff that you tell them to do, but they kind of want to do it in their own way. Yeah, and they want to learn how to do it their own yeah, way. Yeah, I do see that attachment at times. But like, girls do it the way you want it, and yeah. they go. It worked. And you're like, yeah, it works. And they're just like, okay. And then they just kind of like give you that little bit of trust. And you're like, okay, yeah, that's what trust it. me. That's what I was going to say. Maybe this. maybe it's a trust factor. Maybe. Maybe it is. I think sometimes though, like boys, I don't know. I think boys are just kind of like, well, I'm a, man, I'm a man too. And you're like, you're a little man. I got you. But just trust yeah. me. Just trust me. And yeah. they're like, no, no. half trust. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. No, yeah. it's true. It's true. One of my best students, by the way, is this like I want to say, I want to say maybe thirteen or fourteen year old girl. She's fucking amazing. It's crazy. Like we play harmonies and like seventh oh, chords dope. and like all kinds of shit. And like she's you know she started off on classical guitar and I love teaching her because we can actually play through entire songs. Yeah. That are just like there's mixed meter. There's all kinds of crazy shit. All that crazy shit that we were doing by the yeah, way. Yeah. Yeah. And we play some songs like that, and I'm like. This is fucking great. And it amazes me because I have I have students of all ages. Like I have students that are like seven, eight, and I have students that are like in their thirties or forties, like and everything in between. Yeah. And it's pretty crazy. And for some reason, I don't know if you, it's the same way with you, but like I feel like students that are around middle school age or like early high school tend to be the most attentive students. I uh, yes and no. I feel like for me, it's weird. I, I feel like the younger, the better. Mm. And, and I know like, hmm. it sounds weird, but like... Sounds weird. I, I definitely don't have that experience. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I think it's because like 
Potentially, yes, but I think there's social standards that mm. kind of block them at a certain like maybe the preteens to teens, they mm. they start like, well, well, that's not cool. I don't want to do that because that's not cool. And it's like, but it's not about being cool. It's about doing things that are effective. You know, like you'll get people who like, you know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do that takedown. That takedown doesn't. I don't think that takedown is cool enough. And it's like, well, that's cool, but like. What what you want to do isn't necessarily always good for you, and and I I, I never would have assumed that from a from a like a, a physical <laughs> training standpoint. No, that I mean, seems that seems strange because like that would make more sense in a musical from a musical perspective yeah. of like oh that song's not cool. Yeah, I mean I could see that, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I I just I I feel like that sometimes where it's like just like. You have to trust me on this. Like I do this stuff. Like I do yes. the same. St- yeah. I do the same stuff you do. This is what I do for a living. Yeah. I. I mean, <laughs> you know, I have to kind of like sometimes I have to kind of repeat myself and be like, hey, you know, like I just trained this like this morning. Like mm-hmm. I just drilled this a bunch. I just did this, you know, today during during my training session. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And, and that that's the beauty of it is being able to show them what you're doing that's working. But some of those kids just, you know, but too, I I think too like. Um, I think YouTube, like, I, I love YouTube. I'm a big YouTube fan. I love YouTube it, too. Fan, Dude, I'm a YouTube junkie. But I feel like... But it's confusing for them because, I, because of the wealth of information and the sense that it spreads them too far. Like, because there's such, there's such conflicting personalities. You have anybody can fucking post videos exactly. about anything. Exactly. And so they're like, well, I saw this person yep. and it had a lot of hits yeah. and it showed this one technique. And you're like, yeah, but this person doesn't really know what they're doing. Yeah. And to be able to explain to them that, well, that like, that's it, not the best way to do it. Like you can do that, but it's not the most efficient it's way. It's the details. It's, like, yeah. you know, like, oh, well that person did this kind of takedown. Well, that's cool. But like, what was the situation? Right. You know, you can't just come out here and like, you know, throw yourself on the floor and expect it to be effective. So this actually brings me to my next question, because my next question was going to be something along the lines of like, how much of this is like chess in oh, a way, in yeah. the sense of like mentally sizing up your opponent, not just sizing them up, but being able to being knowledgeable about their form and technique to where you can imagine that like, you know the natural progression of moves that they're going to try. And so you can kind of like suck them into something like, like, like countering it in that way of like, I, I'm anticipating that they're going to do this to this to this. Like you can feel it like, oh, they're trying this move on me. So that means they're probably going to try to go into this next one. So if you can kind of pull them in into thinking that they can get away with it and then you're already preparing your counterattack in yeah. advance. Like how much of it is 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 like that versus like um, intuition or just like improvisation of sorts? Because that's that's the way I'm relating it is musical I think, improvisation. I think it's a little. <laughs> so I think it's a mixture of both. Okay, so it's a mixture of two things. So um, I think knowing and training for a long period of time, mm-hmm. um, you get to see like, oh, okay, this links with this. Things you know, you kind of like understand like little uh, patterns. Yeah, you know, like. Um, for instance, if progressions, I were, right? Yeah, just yeah. little progressions, like mm-hmm. boom, boom, boom. There's just here's a sequence I like. Yes, you know, yes. and it's like okay, now I know that sequence exists. Yeah. So because that sequence exists, I have to understand the counter to those sequences. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you're trying to impose your will on somebody. Well, so here, here, 
it's a few different things. So, so while you're trying to impose your will, if, if you, if you started training, right. Mm-hmm. And you and I rolled a bunch, you would start to see the patterns that I have. Right. That's what I mean. So you know your opponent. Yeah, you would know. You would know. Okay, well, okay. Mark, he likes doing yeah, this. Mark likes of to things. do this. 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 Yeah. This. This. Yes. Okay, but when you roll with somebody for the first time, mm-hmm. it's like, it's kind of like you know, it's like opening presents from like aunts and uncles who don't really know you, and you're like, oh, oh, right. It's it's surprising. Oh, this is a good thing, <laughs> or you know, like it could be good or oh, bad. It uh, sucks, right? You okay. know, or a shaving kit. Do I have facial hair? Yes, I do. Um, but, you know, like... A lot of facial hair. Yeah, a lot of it. You, you've had that shit for like 12 years. Yeah, I don't... 13, No, 14. no, I shaved it. Not too long. You had a full beard in like early high school. I had a full beard and, at the And, and I was like... 17? <laughs> On a side note, I was like, how does he do it? 16, 16, 16 was a rough year. I didn't have as much facial hair as uh, the year of 17. Like 17, so. it turned into a werewolf. So, yeah, yeah, the werewolf blood got into my system. Yeah, um, but no, I think Lucky, I think I wish I could grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> it's not it's, that great. It's still working on it. <laughs> I'm um, still working on the uh, mustache to beard connection. Oh, there's, there's got, a gap. I, I have got, a gap. I got that. I just got the Jesus touch right in the middle, though. That's I, weird. I, I that's that a Hispanic too. thing. Yeah, we I all have, that we all have that. We're all Hispanic. Now I could do the hipster thing because it curls like this. Oh, that's yeah, cool. actually, but. I have, I, have a friend, I have a friend who does that. It <laughs> yeah. looks good, man. He looks like a pirate. It looks like too much maintenance, though. You got to do a lot of training mm. to get that down. Nah, man. I think he just does that every day. He's just like <laughs> up to a lot of evil plans. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So many. That's, that's, that's the, the indicator of how many evil plans you're up to is how... How, how off your face how mustache curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry go ahead no I, I, I but I think like you know patterns understanding patterns yes. I think um, but then too like uh, improving at, at the moment you know mm-hmm. like oh man he expects me to do this so I'm just gonna go and fucking yeah. do a front flip I do front flips yeah. it's, it's, it's the craziest it's the funnest thing ever cause like a lot of people don't expect it, you know. Yeah. I, I weigh 195, yeah. and all of a sudden, I'm holding your legs and then, yeah, over into like. Wow, you weigh 195 now? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. A lot of work, man. And he and he says nice based on the fact that you used to be like what 230, 220. Um, the heaviest I was, so I've weighed 267. Fuck. I, <laughs> I weighed 267 at one point, and Fat then ass. No, no, yeah. no, 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 hey, 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 I'm 240 right now. It's <laughs> All in his boobs. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Dude, are you a B cup now? Nah, I'm still an A. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I weighed 267 at one point. Um, I got down to about 195 uh, one time, and yeah. then like um, I shot back up to like 273. Yeah. I, that- I, I took this like break, so it was really crazy. I took this like. Um, like a year long break and man you do not know like how fast you can put on weight in a year you, I ate a whole person I know trust <laughs> I was, me I know I was just like blah 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 and just all of a sudden like I was like oh my god I'm fat again yeah. and so I was like I have to I have to lose this like it just I I don't I don't expect anything less of myself anymore right you know like well cause you've been there you've done it before yeah and it sucks like you see yourself and you go, man, what did I do? Like, yeah, it's 
full of regret. I don't like that feeling. <laughs> I don't have that as much. I have a very high metabolism. Yeah, you've I, always had a high metabolism. I, yeah, I remember I, like <laughs> drinking soda like every morning and just being like, yeah, dude, dude. I'm just like, I can't even drink a soda. <laughs> how? Show, how do you do it? Show me. Shows up on my shows up on my thigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that a little that's a little bit of a crutch in a way too because it's it it catches up with me as I've gotten older. I'm like, oh shit, like I have a, I I I'm losing it now, like a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I'm still I'm still all right. Yeah, you know? you're, you're tiny. I, I'm a steady 130. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Which is all right for my height. No, you know? yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's not I bad. mean, if you ever did jiu-jitsu, you'd be like 120. Nah. You'd I, have to cut down. Why? Because dudes, dudes at 130 are huge. Really? Fuck yeah, dude. Really? Like, so um, if I were to like get like at least like 205, yeah. dudes at 205 are humongous. And it's crazy. Like, like six two and yeah six two and just like jack and you're just like what oh I <laughs> how see. are you in my division and so you're, just like, you're talking rawr. about you're talking about like really slim people that are like five seven five eight yeah, that are yeah. just like one thirty and shredded shredded yeah. just you know or or long you know tall dudes okay. who are just like cutting weight to to yeah, get yeah. to your division yeah and, and it's crazy <laughs> at my way i'd be fighting like six seven dudes that like like these big yeah. motherfuckers. Well, he, he would fight Brock Lesnar pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. I, I will say. Joseph versus Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's, no, that's, how much that's, you that's, destroy that's, me. But the difference is... <laughs> Brock Lesnar how, how, how much does the bottled anger come into effect? Because I have a lot of that. Like, I have so much I of that. You're not, you're not clear-headed, though. <laughs> I think that's only a pound. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to stay clear-headed. <laughs> you might have to cut that out, too. Oh, no. <laughs> you're like, damn it. No chance. I have to cut have this no weight? no chance in hell. Okay. Oh, now you're going to... <laughs> no, I I think like I, I do think like you know like hitting hitting those weights two times yeah like man dude that that just man, it sucks because you feel it you feel it not only like feel it fi- your anus physically <laughs> you do <laughs> well I mean like you don't feel it just physically it's it's a mental thing too yeah. you know it's like yeah I I done I've 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 opened I've opened this cake of this cake um, I, I love this. opening cakes yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what just happens you know you eat a bunch of cakes so you uh, get your shank out yeah it just it, you know you you open up this like box and and you just man, you just allow it to happen yeah and i think like that's really where where the ambition comes from you know like yeah. what do you expect from yourself exactly and, and yeah. if you let yourself get to a certain point where you're not comfortable with yourself anymore and you allow that to happen then you've become that camper that i was talking about yeah you know? you've said okay i accept this well, and at that point it's just like yeah why even live yeah totally you're just you're fucking yourself totally no i mean so so i mean that's one of the points of what what we do here and why we talk to the people that we talk to is because oh did the podcast actually, actually start already <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's been going on for a while <laughs> oh welcome no, to the show guys because <laughs> again it started off i mean admittedly it started off with just kind of like talking about you know things that, that we pay attention to and like creative um mindset and stuff like that but it's not just creativity and that's what i'm realizing it's just a, it's just about people that have like self-discipline like people that can set their minds to something and just do it you know and that's what i respect is like if you can if you have a vision of sorts and you're able to fully see it through you know through all the the bullshit and through all the struggles like if you have something that you're doing and you're 
steadily working towards it. Like that's where I draw inspiration from. It doesn't have to be creative or musical or, yeah. or artistic. I mean, I relate to that the most because yeah. that's what I do. But even talking to you about what you do, like there, there is a common thread there and there wouldn't seemingly to the average person. Yeah. They wouldn't see that. They wouldn't see that at all, but it's, it's the same amount of discipline and just, wanting to be better and wanting to just you know like put in the time for honing your craft and you know and i see it that way because i because i've even talked to people that are in my world that are like artistic fucking you know musician types that see what you do as being very like meatheaded kind of shit yeah yeah and that's a very common thing and i'm like but there's a certain amount of discipline it's the same fucking thing like how are you gonna like dismiss that yeah it doesn't make sense to me it's like you're putting in the same amount of time exactly and it's not just physicality like there's that mental yeah uh, it's 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 more mental than anything because the days that you don't want to train yes the days where you're just like yeah i want to lay in bed eat tacos get super fat yeah and die here (laughs) it's like but that's the common thread yeah is like you just do it because you you know you have to yeah like you feel it and you want to do it. it's not like oh i hate this and i'm you know that's what doesn't make sense to me is like if you're doing the nine to five and you hate it yeah why are you like like why are you fucking wasting your time doing that why not fucking put it towards something that you like doing that you could totally make a living doing like but it's so it's the same thing this You're is, putting in the same amount of time. It's just a matter of, are you going to put it into something that you hate or something that you love? But this is where the, so like we do these, like uh, we do these words of the week at the gym yeah, for the kids. Yeah. Hey, you told me about that. So uh, I think last week the word was risk. Yeah. And, and, and I really feel like. I want to adopt this by the way, because I, I do. I word do, of the week. Yeah. I'm just going to send it to you every Monday. I'm you, like, you should seriously. No, yeah, no, fill no, me no. in. I don't, I don't even know. So no, it's just it's just for that week. Do you have a certain thing that you're emphasizing? Yeah. a certain like message that you're trying oh, to okay. you're trying to project to your so students or whatever. Th- this last week was risk, and, and the big thing is like, man, the you know you get these kids who come in and 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 some kids don't want to be there. Some kids, you know, their parents are like, hey, we we want you to become better, and the kid doesn't understand that. Yeah, but what the kid does need to understand is that man, in life. If you do not take the risk, if you do not put yourself on the line, then you get stuck. Yep. And when you get stuck, you, you, you spend the rest of your life waiting tables. You spend the rest of your life in a cubicle. You spend the rest of your life being mediocre. Yeah. We're not here to be mediocre. No. If you, if you want to be mediocre, then your existence does not matter. Yeah, and, and um, it sounds like it sounds harsh. It sounds, it sounds harsh. It sounds like a like a harsh judgment on people, but I mean, like people choose their own path, exactly. and some people are okay with that. And and, and it, if you're okay with that, that's fine too. It is, but it's not for me. It's not for nah, you. No, nope. like we're not those types it. of people. And by taking that risk, you you don't allow yourself to um, to grow as a person. You never see who yeah. you can really be. Yeah, yeah. You, you, I feel you, like you you sh- break that mold. You you sh- you put yourself in this like little fucking like box, and you say. This is who I am. Yeah, and you get comfortable with and just you, that, and you're just there, and you're yeah. and you're to to quote Killswitch Engage, you're alive <laughs> and just breathing. <laughs> you're not, you know, dude. I love. I was just actually just talking about that album it's, earlier today. Yeah, it's a good. Album, it's such man. a great album. It's a good positive album. Yeah, super dude, that's, positive. That's good why, messages. That's why I love Killswitch. Early that vocals. album. Yeah. Oh my God, Jesse Lee. When you have your vocals. When, when you have heavy By the music, way, I turned Diamond onto Jesse. Oh, she used. Oh, to, she wants his dick now. No, no, yeah, she, yeah, Jesse Lee. Just she knew. There. She knew Howard. She knew Howard Killswitch. 
Did she know him in the biblical sense? Dang. Oh, <laughs> no. Okay. So I started showing her some of the old, the old kill switch with Jesse, and now she's like, yeah, I kind of favor him more now. Yeah. Yeah, his lyrics yeah, have a little more the, meaning. Howard, more Howard's voice is a little bit more soulful and easy to yeah. grasp onto, mm-hmm. but like Jesse's message. Mm-hmm. Is so fucking deep, man. Like, dude, one of my favorite songs. Is, I don't know how. To, I don't know. How to say, it's like Vita, Vita Infra. You know? Yeah, Vita Infra. Yeah, that's like my favorite fucking Kill Switch song. It's a good song. It's so fucking positive. Oh, it's so. Have over my eyes to say the world that surrounds me. Yeah, it's so fucking Fuck yeah. good. But like at the end too, you know, just the fucking. It's true. That, it's that, no one is placed higher, no matter race or creed or gender. Yeah. Yeah, that was it. It's such so and good. We, we must teach. We must teach compassion. We must teach forgiveness and compassion for all life. And I'm like, and I hear that, and I'm like, God damn, this guy, like, he's onto some shit. And and I felt it back then. Yeah. and I feel it now. It's and I'm still, like, it, it holds and, up. And that riff, yeah. that riff was it informed my playing. Yeah, Adam D. You <laughs> yeah. get you, <laughs> Adam D. And Adam M. Yeah, man. <laughs> Adam's dope, man. I, I, but yeah, I, so the word of the week, you know, we try to emphasize that. And I, and I really feel like that too. Like, you know, I spent so much time like waiting tables and like, here, here's the problem. Like people wait for something better, you know, they wait for something wild. Yeah. Yeah. But, but the truth is like, you got to make that stuff happen. Like, yeah. cause if you don't like, you're just going to be playing the bench the whole time, you know, like, yep if you if you choose to be mediocre that's it that that's where you're gonna you're gonna stay but like you know i i'd rather fail a million times over than try and try and just like live a basic simple life like yeah it's just i don't feel like i'm living if i'm doing something like that you know like and i think for a while like i got kind of to that point where i was just like man you know i'm not doing the band thing anymore i'm training jujitsu but i'm not really like doing it for a purpose Right. And, you know, for like a few years, I was training, I was training, I was training. And then, like, when my brother passed away, I felt like, okay, well, that thing ran its course. Yeah. And, and I and I was done. Like, I didn't want to do jiu-jitsu anymore. I was, I, I, I was, I considered walking away. I didn't even consider. I just did it. I just, like, you know, it was like, all right, well, this has happened. I got home from jiu-jitsu. This is, you know, the negative kind of thing that kind of hit me. And I was just like, I don't, I don't want to do jiu-jitsu anymore. Yeah. And within that, just that year, just one year, you know, like put on so much weight and, you know, maybe it was depression. Maybe it was, you know, just the lack of doing anything mm-hmm. and you, you deal with that. And then like, then I had to deal with like, uh, the ex-girlfriend moving out. I'm not going to say your name cause you're just in case. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know. No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And so, I, and I've dealt with that before too. And yeah. it sucks. It's so, it's it's heart-wrenching. Well, so it was it was crazy though cuz it was like two major events. Yeah. Back to back. Yeah. And, and your whole life goes to shit. And I just felt like yep. I was like I'm I'm done like I don't want to do anything like this sucks, yeah. man. And, and so, you know, it was like losing my brother. And, you know, a lot of people go, oh, it's just a girlfriend. But yeah, but you, you know, you invest time in somebody. Yeah. And they invest in you. Exactly. And, you Especially know. Especially if she's living with you, too. It's like, yeah. yeah. And that that's was a huge and, step. And I remember for me, for, I remember that time when I was talking to you about all this stuff. Like, that was your, your first, like, really, like, long time relationship. Yeah, and, one and, I actually cared about. <laughs> yeah. No, because I mean, yeah, you've had, you've had many, like, brief 
relationships or whatever the fuck you want to call it if you even want to call it that like just little flings and shit yeah and and i remember that i remember that being like you so for me i was like damn this guy is like serious you know he's he's in a relationship yeah but those are always the worst because of the fact that like you put your guard down to actually put yourself in that situation to trust somebody and when they just throw that in your face and you're just and you your guards down and suddenly you're on the floor and you're just like trying to struggle you're trying to deal or not trying to struggle you're struggling with trying to deal with this shit and it it you don't you know, I don't know you know what the fuck to do I mean that was always me when that was me when I was 20 and that was me by the way going back to that that was me with that with my relationship and with the band breaking up at oh, the same yeah, time yeah, and yeah, I was like so, I had nothing either and that's yeah when, so I it I just kind of leaves you from. like oblivion where you're just yeah. like and you have to fucking There's figure no- out. You you start realizing your principles and like what your priorities are of like because you have nothing. Yeah. At that point, you feel like you have absolutely nothing. And I thought I had everything in my life planned out at that point. Like yeah. I, had, I had a job, I had a girlfriend, I had a band. I was like, I was like, this is great. <laughs> and then I had nothing. I was unemployed too. I think at the oh, time. Oh man. So I had absolutely well, so, nothing. So yeah, that ha- so like I get, I get that like two year span where it's like. You know, my brother passes away, and then, like, you know, like, the following year, like, almost the exact same day, like, she's just like, hey, this relationship isn't working out. And I'm like, oh, you know, like, in my head, I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, I have been so removed, and, you know, I feel guilty, and, like, you know, and so that doesn't work out, so lose that. And then all of a sudden, it was like, my, it was like, I got fired from my job for doing like customer service, which is ironic. Um, <laughs> they're like, you're doing a great job, customer service. You're fired, by the way. And it's like, oh, we don't care about the customer. Right. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And then, like, as soon as that happened, uh, the vehicle I had broke down. And I was just like, yeah. I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. Should I Kurt Cobain this now or should I? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kurt. We love you. I, Wherever you I'm are. All, Wherever you are in, in space time continuum. What's up, Frank and Beans? <laughs> um, no, I just, I really, so, you know, I just kind of felt like, man, I just felt really, like, down and out. And, um, yeah. you know, I, I ironic, it was kind of ironic because the thing that I stopped doing was the thing that, that revitalized me. Like, yeah. It brought me back to life. Yep. And so, like, I started training again. And I started, like, losing the weight. And, like, I felt good. And, you know, that was my my goal. I was just like, I love jujitsu. I'm going to do jujitsu. This is what I love to do. You know, this is this is a part of me. You know, at least it, even though I lost all this other stuff, like, you know, I got to keep doing this. I have to keep doing this. And then, man, I just kept doing it. And then all of a sudden the opportunity arose and it was like, hey, Mark, we got these kids classes. You know, you seem like you know how to, you know, coach stuff. Let's do this. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, well went from me helping the kids classes to me running the kids classes and then to me running like adult classes to me running like kickboxing class and wrestling and all this other stuff and i was like i'm very limited in my knowledge of these other you know like in, in kickboxing yeah. and wrestling but and it's that, like just do but, that, it. but that's great because yeah. it, it takes that that bravery that that to be able to say well it's i don't know risk. it's the risk well, man yeah it is <laughs> yeah because you don't you don't necessarily know what you're doing like i felt the same way when i started teaching guitar well yeah because like, you get people who are like hey show me this blink 182 song and you're like i've never heard that song before let me play this for you yeah and then they're like amazed when i can like learn it in like seconds yeah i'm like oh that's just this progression or that's just this and they're like 
and I'm like, well, you got to learn the skill set, and then you exactly. you learn how to do it. Like it's easy. I don't know the song, but I can learn the song. Yeah, and it's it's that simple. But you have to like know how to move your fingers first. Like you need to know how to function. Yeah, you got to know the basic. <laughs> yeah. You got to take those little baby steps before yeah. you can start playing like Zach Wild. Yeah, you're not gonna be Zach Wild <laughs> unless you. Well, that's not true. Some people just dive straight into guitar uh, solos yeah. and just like that's true. I have no rhythm, but I got Dude, these crazy solos. Thank you for saying that. I've wanted to say that for a while. It happens. But it feels weird when I say it because I'm a guitarist, but it's true. <laughs> but it happens, you know. <laughs> I feel like people that dive into soloing first are just usually not very good players because they don't understand rhythm. Well, that's like, you need to understand rhythm before yeah. you can take a lead. Like you have to. It, yeah, I mean, because it informs your your phrasing. Like understanding good rhythm. Like if you don't have good rhythm when you speak, you know, like you're not going to be able to be a very good orator like you know it's, yeah. you didn't be able to speak very well it's just because you don't understand the way that rhythm goes like you're just yeah blah 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 like just rapid fire and you know you sound like a like a foreigner <laughs> in america you know, you say, like, <laughs> foreigners where they start using like really weird like you know like oh, that doesn't work like that you can't say that that sounds weird <laughs> that's i just funny. paid three dollar fifty yeah it's like <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're saying, but that doesn't. Yeah, it just not how we say that here. Doesn't quite connect. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like you know, and I and I try to tell that to kids, and you know, but but kids want, you know, sometimes kids want what parents want. Yeah. And and sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. It just kind of depends on the skill level. You know, like if a parent came in and was like, Adam, I want you, ki- I want you to teach my child how to play such and such song you know and you're like no, well that's yeah. a complicated song exactly teach I've, them santana i've, I've, ha- I've yeah. had yeah i've had that before where they've been like oh well, like i want them to like eventually learn this like crazy classical spanish tune or something yeah. like that and I'm like well if they're gonna do that i need to teach them scales i need to teach them arpeggios like i need to teach them some just basic shit before yeah. like chord shapes and yeah. at the very least or whatever before we can get into that because like you have to understand that because otherwise you're going to learn this thing and you're not going to know what you're doing and it doesn't make sense it's it's, the time is going to be off and it's going to just like not make sense it won't make sense what are you doing i mean yeah maybe maybe it would work but high probability it's not going to work exactly yeah exactly and so yeah that's just kind of like what i do is just like build kids up and just kind of like all right here you go. You go. You, now you get to go to the big kids class, and you get to start learning more technique. And that's just you know that's the way it is. But I like like you. I have you know kids who range from like four years old, four years old to adults who are about thirty. You know, older than me. Yeah. And it's and sometimes yep. I feel really weird when I'm talking to like somebody older than me because I'm like, you know, I'm trying to explain stuff, but I don't want to be like, I don't ever want to come off like a know it all. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, I'm I'm telling you from my experience, this is what I've done, this is how this happens. Do you ever have uh kids with a musician background? Oh, I wish, man. I wish. Cuz I cuz I get some students that have like physical training background like, like martial with, arts like, and stuff. Well, martial arts like karate or something like simple yeah. shit or like sports. Yeah. And, and and usually or even dance. And any of those things, those students tend to display better um musicianship because of the fact that they understand what it takes to build a skill yeah. and usually they have a sense of rhythm and timing and just that kind of, you know, idea, I mean, I, you know, I, I know kids in the gym that are like, 
you know, like part of the school band or like orchestra and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's not like anything like by themselves where they're like. Well, but, but either way, even that, because it's the same thing, like with a school band or orchestra or whatever, it's the same thing. Like if they're in that, then when they, they, they learn some other instrument, for instance, they take to it very well. So I would imagine it would be the same thing, like as far as, again, the timing. You yeah. know, if, they're play, if they play in a band or orchestra or whatever, they would probably understand the timing aspect of something physical. Like I, I think some kids, Executing though, on the fly, you know, just implementing I, what they're doing. Like, I like doing band because I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I did band in middle school and stuff. And like, but I don't think it like stuck with me as much as I had wanted it to. And I think that happens with like a lot of these kids. Like, they do it because it's like an elective that's not physical. But right. At the same time, it doesn't stick. Right. You know, like, I know somebody who, like, plays a trumpet. I know somebody who plays the violin. But I try to talk to them about music, and it's just like, I don't know what you're saying, sir. And it's like... They're just kind of going through the motions. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, <laughs> all right. And, and, like, I pick up kids for the after-school program, and, like, I'll put on music, and they'll just be like, what is that? And it's like, <laughs> oh, you never heard that? Dude, that's crazy. And, you know, like, you'll get, um, you know, like, you'll put on, like, Queen bohemian rhapsody and they're just like yeah this is weird and you're like that's something they should know yeah you should yeah. know that that's a very popular but, tune but it's like this is really weird like i don't understand why this is happening it's like well i mean like this is music though like yeah, this yeah. is this is really thought out music yeah. this is not and that's the affect of that tune in particular is it's yeah. supposed to be it's supposed to have that kind of feel to it yeah. it's just very Big, expansive yeah like, yeah and and you know you, these kids are just like what? but ironically you get you know the same kids in the car and then like you know this is a really weird thing but like psycho stick um <laughs> yeah um numbers if you it, i don't know that it's, tune. So i don't know it's a, psycho stick tunes. it's a parody of drowning pools bodies oh i remember i remember <laughs> so that okay i, I, I do remember that. that i remember seeing that i live. can only count to four yeah <laughs> so right it's great so yeah because fuck that but yeah so you know it's crazy though because they hear that and then all of a sudden, like, they're singing along with a song. And you're like, you like that song? And they're like, yeah. And then, like, man, I had, like, a little girl. And I had the, the kid who plays violin. And they both, like, started screaming the song. And I was like, dang, you guys are, like, over here, like. <laughs> guys are, like, little me. Yeah. <laughs> so the girl was just like, four. And he was like, what? And then you hear, like, the boy. And he's just like. And you're like, dude, you're like, dang, nice. that's nice. dope. Nice. And I was like, man, I used to do that. And they're like, yeah, they're like, yeah. And, man, then, you, and then you show them a miracle right, he's like, on, on YouTube. No, 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 no. It's like, look, go to YouTube and search a miracle. You'll, you'll find me. You'll find big fat me Oh man. with long hair. With my moo Screaming at the top of my lungs. Yeah, pretty much. I, sh- I show that to people and people are like, that's you? And I'm like... Hey, yep, that's, that's, <laughs> that was that was a me. version of me. I feel like Doctor Who. I'm just like yep. <laughs> <laughs> that. At one point, was me. Yes, I died. Yeah, came back. And so like it was crazy though. Like you know, showing stuff like that, and it's like, like man, there's there's more than what I listen to. Ain't yeah, you? you know, and it's really oh, cool. Yeah. So like you know, you feed them a little bit like that, and yeah. then all of a sudden you get to open it up a little bit, and you know, like, um. System of a Down, Snowblind, their cover of Snowblind. Oh, nice. I had this one kid who was just like, can you put that on? And I was like, yeah, I put that on. Like, nice. You like listening to the System of a Down? Here, here's some other stuff. Put on Atwa. And they were like, oh, can you put on Atwa again? And like, yeah. Nice. Put on Atwa. Yeah, you know. I love that shit, dude. So, it, you know, these kids are just like, man, they, they're starting to grow these personalities. Mm-hmm. And, and it's because I'm influencing them. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's, it's nice to hear because it's like you, at least they're not listening to that stupid panda song. What's a panda song? That rapper panda 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 panda. That's a real thing. Yeah. What? It, yeah, it's a real thing, dude. Uh, I don't so, know what that means. I don't either. But I don't know. That's crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I just do my like you know I, I do my service and l- make them listen to metal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's great though because Adam's kind of doing the same thing, like you know built. The, Letting that younger generation kind of hear what we grew up with. Yeah, I mean, so like, uh, you know, you get a lot of positive stuff for System of Down, but System of Down is kind of quirky, so, you know, it kind of like goes for everybody. Everybody kind of likes listening to System of Down. Like, people who don't even like heavy music like listening to System of Down. Yeah. Because they're so, like, they cover so many genres, Mm -hmm. you know, and it kind of like makes people like, oh, man, I like that band. Or at least I like that song. Yeah. You know, everybody loves Chop Suey. Everybody loves Toxicity. You know, like, but how many people are like, oh, man, I love Atwa. I love, you know, spiders, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. Sweet pea, you know. And so these kids have, hear, have heard it, and all of a sudden they're just like, man, can you put that song on again? And it's like, yeah, dude, I'll put that on right now. <laughs> you know, and, <laughs> and these, these kids who listen to, like, Taylor Swift and, like, you know, all that stuff. Even even Taylor Swift, I'm not going to hate on Taylor Swift. I, there's some Taylor Swift songs that I've heard that I'm like, man, that's pretty dope song right here like metal covers of it and i'm like man taylor swift would have been in a metal band that song would have been so much better yeah um and i show that to kids and they're just like wait you mean you can make the same song but in a different style of music and it's like yeah yeah, you can, <laughs> yeah. he's just like what? mind blown yeah and so like yeah they'll kind of freak out about that but you know i just i think i think it's really important to, to keep an open mind um yeah, it's funny because I've noticed myself, uh, I don't know if it's age or what, but I've noticed myself kind of, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of the newer metal stuff that's coming out. It's like too heavy, too brutal for me. Hmm. I, I found myself kind of gravitating more towards um, punk and um, more acoustic singer-songwriter type stuff. Like I've been really into like, um, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of White Buffalo. It's just a dude who has an acoustic guitar just kind of singing in a real low red. I, sh- I think I've showed you him before. But like stuff like that, like Clutch. I like a lot of like the slower stuff Clutch does. No way, no way, man. Like I like their heavy stuff too, but I, I feel myself kind of gra- gravitate to some of their like softer stuff. I once saw Clutch. Well, I saw Clutch here with Mastodon, mm-hmm. and I was so upset. I was like, why aren't they playing, you know, like, Texas and Book of the Dead. Why aren't they playing like a Shogun named Marcus? <laughs> like I was, I was ready for like the heavy stuff, and the, and like some of the people I went with, they were like, yeah, they don't play that anymore. And like, that sucks, man. And like I came here to watch that, and you guys are giving me like you know Abraham Lincoln or like you know Motherless Child, which are they're good songs, but like I'm at a concert, I want to like balls mm. out, you know? Like, yeah, mm. I don't know. I, I think that's just just probably me with with like I said with age. I'm just kind of I've. I've noticed myself kind of moving away towards like the really, really heavy stuff. They they probably they probably played that song so many times that they just got tired of doing it. Again, think of put yourself in that perspective. Yeah. Think I, of how- I'll play nothing new today. Really? No. <laughs> I was thinking about that song the other day and I was like It was a fun live song. It was, but because you could extend that bridge like in infinitely, you know, just <laughs> indefinitely just, just go outside, do, yeah, yeah. have a cigarette, run around. I used to do that shit. Come back. The wireless. Yeah. Just run around. That, that's one of my only fun memories of, of playing a miracle. <laughs> 
got to go on stage and do that song. <laughs> yeah, everybody likes everybody likes their five seconds on the mic. Hell yeah. yeah. There you go, man. And it's a sort of anthem. I think that was our one song that was like an anthemic yeah. kind of song. It was kind of cool. It was good. A lot of people like that song. Yeah. They're like, play that song. Yeah. No. But like you like said, too, I, I think I'm kind of going towards that same route as well, where like the, the, the amount of metal, what would be considered metal nowadays, is... Uh, down tune seven string guitar brutal I, I, vocals i'm not, I'm not really I, I, into that i don't have a problem with that necessarily because there are some bands that do that that do it very well but yeah. I, I just i just think that a lot of it's homogenized and mm-hmm. a lot that it's very hard to find bands that stick out in yeah. that genre nowadays like, yeah because i mean it's, i still it, listen to band like destrids and shit i like listening to yeah, them but yeah. but but they're more they're uh, weird though they're very weird and yeah. and a lot of the bands that i think that we're getting into lately are are they they grab from a variety of influences. It's not just metal. He likes like, Spice Girls. <laughs> yeah. He likes, so what? He likes Spice Girls, so what? So, um, no, but it, but it's true. It, like they, they, they draw from a variety of influences that are not informed in terms of metal. So, you know, uh, because of that, you know, you end up having this crazy mixture of like heavy music with, strange melody that you know i mean not strange like good melody you know and good harmony and all this kind of shit oh my god you're That's... such a fucking beast <laughs> <laughs> this guy just bit the top off of his beer it's my like... favorite thing to do <laughs> that's why he has a fucking beard and i don't there you go i think that it's, might be it's the power of the beard the that's dude is. the dude will take a fucking beer cap off a bottle with his teeth and wipe his ass with the pine cone no i'm just not that manly yeah. I use my fingers. There you go. <laughs> Just my fingers. I'm like a man. Now you're a man. I'm sorry. That completely derailed us. <laughs> yeah. No, but... Uh, yeah, so just, yeah, like I said, just having those, that variety of influences, and that's what I like listening to in my metal, which it's strangely enough makes it less metal mm-hmm. in a way. Well, so it's like the metal that I like is less metal by definition because of the fact that it's drawing upon all these different influences and becoming less aggressive mm-hmm. still very technical and very it's steep like when and, like, one of us was the killer is just like it's such a good album man it's yeah so like so not metal but metal <laughs> yeah because you get like Dylan prancer gets, dude and you're just like uh, oh my god my face is melted and then you get yeah when i lost my bet and you're like i can't put my face back together and then you get like one of us is the killer and you're just like oh paranoia shields man oh my yeah. jam dude so i many- love that song Dillinger is one of the few bands that I can say that every album, like, you know how bands like to say that they get heavier, but more melodic. Yeah. It's like a common thing. Like like, they're one of the only bands I know that actually do both with each album. They get more melodic and heavier. Yeah. Dissociation is so, it's fucking ridiculous. You know, you get songs like, uh, so hard to do. Nothing. (laughs) You get nothing to forget, which is kind of just like, not even like heavy. It's just like this weird, like, riff and you're just like okay and then just like the chorus is a build up and just like the whole song's just like man yeah please let me be by myself I don't really <laughs> like oh man that's good um you know a lot of those songs that new album is just like super heavy but they're super like technical everything's super tight mm-hmm. you know so many influences a lot yeah. of Mike Patton 
lots of i oh, feel like mike patton just showed up on the album and was like mike, greg step mike, aside mike let patton me do this is a god shout out to mike patton yes if if and when he ever listens to this god mike damn patton. it we love you mike patton mike patton. <laughs> like you are you are the king of, of... i still agree wolf mother what <laughs> <laughs> what decade are we in <laughs> <laughs> no um you know what's funny is is uh i was at the dillinger show last night with matt jealous and, yeah well yeah and, and it's sure funny because this was this was his first dillinger show but i, t- I told him this was it's all wait. Did you go in the pit? This no, time? no, no. I was telling. You, I was like, this is my first Dillinger show that I have actually seen. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I've been to about five Dillinger shows, and like all of all the other times, I was like in the madness, and it was just like noise, like a wall of noise, craziness, and just like constant having to move because like the entire everything's moving yeah everything's you. moving it's not yeah. just like portions of the ga area like there's it's mm-hmm. all ga it's all general admission and the entire sea of people is just constantly moving moving moving, moving. Yeah. and people crowd surfing and you have to be aware of all that shit and stage jumping diving off shit jumping off the top of the fucking like Great, rafters picking people stage, up by their the throats and throwing them <laughs> yeah and like singing like hanging upside down from his feet just like singing Setting and shit. On fire just, yeah and it's uh, great. And it's it's total chaos. Such a good show. <laughs> and every other show I've been a part of that. And this was like, I've never seen them though. I've never seen. Would you say it's like standing I w- back? I was. We, we were on like the there was a balcony, and we were like at the front of the balcony there. So like against the the kind of rail there, or whatever. And yeah. I was like, I, I got a good view. I can see the show. I can hear everything. It sounds balanced. I'm not like in the fucking sound. And and you don't that, have to worry about people moshing behind yeah, you, too, right? And that's what surprised me. <laughs> it's a Dillinger show. <laughs> that's what surprised me, though, was that, like, all that chaos. Mm-hmm. And when you're actually hearing it and seeing it, it still holds up. Like, it's yeah. not just, like, you don't have to just be a part of it in the in the chaos yeah, yeah. To, to appreciate it, mm-hmm. you know? You can see it from the outside. You can see it like, from the outside. Oh, this is still really fucking cool. And it sounded good and yeah. balanced. Dude, they're and like, good live performers. They're so good. They're so fucking good at what they do. Like, it's not sloppy. You would expect it to be sloppy based on what you're seeing. Yeah. But it's super it tight. It's so chaotic. It's so tight, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it has to be, too, because like, their stuff is not just like, okay, we're going to go out here and do, 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 yeah. do. It's just like, bang, bang. And you're just like, if one person's oh, off, you'll, you'll, yeah, you'll catch yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You notice it. Yeah. And, and I think good luck like, trying to get back on on track. Yeah, like I think for Greg, like holy crap, dude, you got to remember like the timing for that. Yeah. Like, well, that's intuitive for him by now. By now, I, when helpful. you when you record, and an he album, plays guitar you know, too. Like when you he have, does play guitar. Yeah, yeah so he does, does a little bit. or he holds a guitar. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, sorry, Greg. Sorry, Greg. Killer be killed though, for real. Yeah. Just gonna hold that guitar while the guy in the background plays the guitar solo. But when you, saying, but bro. when you record an album, you do so many takes to get it right. It's just it sticks with you. You know, yeah, it's sucks. repetition. That was a pain in the ass. Yeah, but they actually they actually started the set with uh, Panasonic U. Yeah, I saw and, the like, video for it. And yeah, it was like Greg and and uh, he like cleared out Greg the space and Ben. Yeah, too, right? yeah. He was like he's like everybody get the fuck out of the way. And like him and Greg and Ben just went into the fucking crowd and they started like, we're going to start the shit off the way we started when we fucking started this band in the middle of the crowd, like, like, <laughs> like on the ground level. And they just started playing the song and it was like them too in the fucking sea of people. And it was fucking crazy. It was just, <laughs> did they get swallowed up or did people of course. actually leave them no, alone? No, of course. You know, uh-huh. like people were going to fucking, yeah, like, you know, they go <laughs> yeah. ape shit, you know, so. Yeah, those guys are awesome live. Yeah, um, inspirations for how to live life in general, not just musician-wise. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, just you <laughs> being know, a person. That that like after seeing like Dillinger shows, I was just like, man, 
you got to go balls out when you perform. And I think yeah. like I just I that was ended up being like a goal of mine. Like every show was just like, what am I going to do next? I don't know <laughs> what I'm going to do next. I'm just going to do it. You can't out Dillinger Dillinger though. Oh, I don't know, man. I got him pretty close. <laughs> I thought I broke my legs once. I think that's one of the things that I, I do miss about, about your live performances is, is, is trying to find that in a front man is really hard, especially in this shit town. Like when it comes to personas, like you can yeah. tell they're trying to, to, to carry a persona. It's not the, the town's fine. It's it's the people. It's the music it's scene. The music and scene. The, some, yeah. of the, some of the people. It's not all the music. Either. It's not all the music. It's scene most of the music. It, yeah. It's trying to find somebody who just naturally has that ability to to command a crowd. Yeah. Is something really hard to find. But you know what's you know it's funny in, in all that, and this is something that we've touched upon before too, as far as integrity is concerned. Like it's 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 a matter of any field. It's not just music. Like any yeah. field you go into. Uh, professionally, like you get people that just are looking for the immediate results, and you get people that have that integrity of wanting to constantly better themselves, and that's that's, that's the difference. And that's yeah. clearly what you're doing now with what you still, do as well. Still, still doing the same. And stuff. That's what I'm saying. It has to do with personality. Yeah. That's really what it is. Is if you're getting into it for the right reasons, you yeah. know. Just if you have that personality to where you just want to constantly be better and put that as the at the forefront of skill building you know that's really what it is and that's hard to find well i think it's all oh, like like you you and i both you know we have to like stay on top of our craft mm-hmm. we, we yeah you know i can't be like i've learned some stuff let me teach you <laughs> some stuff and then it's like okay well, what next and you're just like yeah. what no you already paid me we're done yeah like i have to keep producing yeah because when you, because you know like you said with the whole jiu-jitsu thing when you find people that are better than than you what you're doing like it it puts you on it's puts you on the level of like fuck i have to be better like dude i'm like I'm a, I'm a piece of shit yeah <laughs> i need to get better at this like <laughs> for real like it's crazy this so is not acceptable <laughs> well uh, yeah no i uh, shit you not okay so like my last tournament um i did i went to denton yeah um i went to denton i went to school there <laughs> <laughs> i went to denton and uh i did uh i did uh ibjjf so ibjjf is the International Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Federation? Brazilian Federation? Federation, yes. Yeah. It's like WWE. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's like this big deal. This place does the biggest tournaments. Like if you win a world championship, you're considered a world champion. Like this is for real shit. You know, like this is the top notch. These yeah. are like where the competitors are. Like you get local tournaments here. You get local tournaments in Texas. And right, stuff. right, right, right. But larger scale. Yeah, it's a larger scale. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I go in and I'm feeling, man, I'm feeling like really. I put in a lot of work in. I, I, I you know, I busted my ass and and I felt really good. I felt really confident, and um, my. My match comes up and I start, and I go for my favorite takedown, fireman's carry. Um, hey, you, sh- you shouldn't reveal that, man. You're exposing <laughs> yourself. It's my fireman's carry. Everybody that, fireman's that's carry. out there, yeah. Mark I, loves the fireman's carry. I so love- if you can counter that, shit, <laughs> just just fucking put him on his well, ass. So like. I so I actually I actually missed it. So I like I, I go for fireman's carry. The guy steps back. I drop my my knee and I go I switch to a double leg. And then from the double leg, I take my my outside leg and I trip him. Boom! I end up with two points. Okay, so I have two points. I try passing his guard. I get an advantage. Try passing his guard. I get an advantage. So score right now is two zero. And I have two advantages. So advantages are like imaginary points. They're right. not real yeah. points, but yeah, like I if there's you. a tiebreaker, yep. they'd go by that. Yep. So 
I'm winning. I look at the time and, you know, I'm doing my thing, trying to break the guard pass. Um, and I'm doing this for like maybe about like, yeah, like a minute and a half and stuff. And I look at the time. It's like three minutes left. So I'm like, all right, I'm halfway done. I'm winning. I just got to, you know, I just got to solidify this win. That's it. And the next thing I know, I just like get caught in a submission. I'm just like, no, I just had, oh, I was going to win. Yeah. And it just like, you know, afterwards I was like, God, yeah, I'm really like super upset at myself. And you expect, you expect for your hard work to pay off when you expect it to pay off, you know, like, right, right, right. you know, but you know, maybe it's just one of those things you can either take it and be sour about it or you can go and make yeah. things better. Uh, and that all just goes with living in the moment because yeah. you have to be able to react. You have to. And, and, and I thought I did everything right. And I was convinced that I was going to do amazing. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those things that brought me down to earth, like really fast. And I was like, okay, well, my next challenge is like, you know, I have a, I have a tournament in Austin coming up, uh, July 22nd, I believe. And so I have to get ready for that. And like, you know, that the same guy that I went with, he, uh, you know, I saw him afterwards and I was like, Hey man, good match. He's like, Oh yeah. You know, you did really good. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, are you going to do the Austin open? He's like, yeah, I'm going to be in Austin. I live, I live in Austin. So, and I was like, I'll see you. For you. I was like, bitch. I'll see you there. <laughs> yeah. And and afterwards, I was like, oh man, I hope I didn't come off as a dick because like I wasn't like, I was just like, oh cool, I can't wait because, well, you know, I get another chance. Yeah. And so there, like, there is that aspect of yeah, getting oh, into yeah. somebody's head I, as I well. I totally too. just want to get all up in it. <laughs> I know that's a thing that that you guys do. <laughs> so I, I really, I you know, Mike Tyson comes to mind. Mm-hmm. I'm a fuck. No, I was a fucking you little faggot. <laughs> I use the F word. <laughs> He's a twenty-fourth. He wants to eat your children. So, yeah. so I you wouldn't last five minutes in my shoes. <laughs> so I, I, so I have you know I have that coming up, and then like after that, man, I, I you know like, it, you know, okay. So this is gonna sound really weird. Uh, not any weirder than what we've been getting. So, but I really think like the power of belief, and 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 it's the weirdest thing because it's me, dude. Hey, you know. But no, I, I agree. I, I think the power of belief in yourself mm-hmm. is far more like... It's the power of the mind. It's far more important than people believe, you know? Like, people people say, oh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I believe in myself, believe in myself. But in, in reality, you see, like, you see it in, in a live motion, and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you don't believe in yourself because, you know... What what's stopping you from from doing what you want? And, and like, and for me, it's jujitsu, you know. So like, if if I'm like, oh man, I believe in myself, I believe in myself, and then and then I get out there and I don't go for a takedown right away. It's like, oh okay, well, why am I hesitant? If I believe in myself that much, then why do I hesitate? You know? Well, unless you are waiting for the right opportunity. Kind of, but again, you know, I can you can create your own opportunity in jujitsu. You know, like. I can make well, you step this way. I can, yeah, okay. I can set like, you like, up. Like for, fake somebody out yeah. to, to get them to do what you want them exactly. to do. Exactly. So that way. And okay. so I feel like if you if you really believe, if you have that belief in yourself, like, man, you can go out there and do some crazy stuff. Um, man, the, the, one of the guys I trained under, his name is uh, Glatson uh, Pony. And he, uh, dude, he had this super fight last night. And he did so freaking amazing that it just, you would not, like, this guy's been, he, he was all over the internet, 
for doing a submission that not a lot of people see called the grapevine. So all he's doing is like he sits on top of you, he wraps his legs inside your legs, and he stretches your legs out. Yeah. And it's a, it's a submission that, you know, you don't, it's not really considered a submission. It's like more of a way to control somebody. And he tapped his dude out during an MMA fight. So last night, he had a super fight. And this super fight, let me see if I can pull this up real fast. Check this shit out. It is the craziest fucking thing ever. Um, so this match is like maybe like five seconds. So he's going to, oh, this match is already over. <laughs> so he's this guy in all black. Okay. And he just flies oh. and goes upside down. And he hits a flying arm bar. And it's just like, look at this. He waits for the guy. Guy grabs him. Boom. Upside down. And instantly just taps the guy out. Damn. And so I talked to him about that a little bit. And he's just like, just got to drill it. Just got to drill it. Just got to drill it. And it's like, dude, that's crazy. The amount of belief you have to have, yeah. you know, going for something so risky. I mean, at well, any it's, point. It's just, do you think it's, it's also kind it's, of a mental thing of being like, I'm, I believe in myself, but there's that belief like, I may fail at this, but I'm okay with it nope. because I try. No, nope. no, no. It's a matter. It's, like, it's a matter of I'm knowing. Do it. You know exactly yep. what you're doing. You say I'm gonna do it, and yep. you go and do it, and then you do it, and then you're just like, "Told you," and you're just like, everybody's like, "Oh my god, you did that!" And it's like, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's what I train to do. Yeah, you know. And so like, but when you do, when you do like. When you do encounter like a, a wall where you go, man, this is what I'm gonna do, and then it doesn't go that way. It's like, okay, is that soul crushing then? No. So, so for me, no, I don't think so. Well, so for me lately, I feel like it's kind of been like, I feel like it's been like a, it's almost been like, like I have to go back and I have to question myself. Why did I fail at this? Why did I, you know? But also, the longer that you're at it the more accurately you can assess what went wrong. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Because I think initially, like maybe within the first few years of doing something, th- there is that soul crushing element, like mm. you were talking about, where you're kind of doubting yourself. You're wondering, like there's a lot more questions involved, but once you get on the path of being kind of like, well, this is me. This is, I've invested this much time in it. Yeah. The longer you invest in it, the more you don't take those things to heart anymore. Yeah. You see your failures, but you've, gotten to a point where you can acknowledge your failures it's just like oh it's just opportunity for growth mm. i'm not going to be like emotionally crushed it's like yeah. it's like fuck it still stings but i can get over the emotional aspect very quickly and get immediately towards the assessing technical. like yeah assessing yeah. like okay that's where i fucked yeah. up let me work on that and then you know how to work on a skill then you can just invest your time in it yeah. and you get really good at, at so, so there's like a few not things doing that, that anymore you know that really like uh, my professors kind of like preach and i think it's really like helpful um one you have to invest in losing mm-hmm. you know you have to invest in losing especially in this sport you know there's not going to be a day you don't come in that somebody's not going to catch you mm-hmm. you know everybody gets caught everybody gets tapped it happens you know, so you have to invest in that losing because when you do that, you're saying, "Okay, I lost, I accept it, but now I have to get better." Yep. Okay, and then there's the whole like, uh, what is it like? Um, it's like the invest in losing, and what's the other thing that Professor Jason always says? 
Sorry, Professor. You can take it out on him. Yeah, he's going to the gym. Well, he says, do you, boo-boo? He, he, <laughs> kinda, do you, he boo-boo? does kind of say that. Um, <laughs> he... he he really, he, you know, they really profess like the, the the invest in losing, but at the same time, it's it's like when you come to train, it's time to invest in yourself. Yeah, you see, know? I was I right. Mean, so, <laughs> do you boo boo? Pretty much. Um, so, I mean, you have to learn how to lose, mm-hmm. and then you have to learn how to win. Yeah, you know, because if if I win. I'm not gonna be like fuck yeah, I won. Right? You know, no, you, suck my balls. But, that, yeah. but that's yeah, cause it, you're gonna get knocked down a peg real fast. Yeah, that's, that's where being humble comes into play. It's 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 funny. It's not like a it's not like a, a cognizant thing. Like a like you're intentionally making yourself humble. It's a matter of just oh, you yeah. become humble just based on the fact that you go through the process so many times. It's so the grind, man. Yeah, you you, get you respect grounded. the grind. Yeah, you, you yeah. just people come in and they smash you, and you're like, shit. But that's usually where you can tell the people that are actually professional what they do because the people that are like the best at what they do are the most humble. Typically, that's what I've seen. Yeah, it's like true. they're good at what they do, but they're like, well, you know, I know where my faults are and I know where my weaknesses are and I know what I can be better at. Yeah. So you, they don't really let themselves get caught up in their own bullshit and get a big head about things. Anyway, yeah, I guess that's a good point to kind of like stop all this because this is uh, going a little too far here. But Dang. But it's a great conversation. Plug that shit, B. Um, Ohana Jiu-Jitsu Academy, <laughs> we have two locations. We have our Stone Oak location. We have our jones Maltzberger location. Um, I do private lessons, so, you know, if you're looking to, like, do, like, you know, kickboxing, uh, jiu-jitsu, um, just, like, general fitness, you know, I've been there. I've lost the weight. I've, you know, I'm still continuing to try to better myself. Yeah. So I'm always available. I always try to make time for anybody who wants to learn. Um, yeah. you know, find me on Facebook. Find me through Adam. Find me through Joseph. You know, um, it's pretty much about it, man. It's, it's yeah, you don't have to explain all that, man. I mean, we, it's <laughs> we've been going over. Like, people can get a feel for who you are and what yeah. you believe in. Like, they, yeah. we wouldn't have you on here if we didn't respect you, man. I don't like, respect me. <laughs> hey, fuck you, man. Get off our show. I hate myself. <laughs> but yeah, Ohana Academy. And, and, Ohana and which, Academy. which one do you usually teach? Because um, I remember you being at the one over by um, like Jones Maltzberger. I'm, I'm always at the one at Jones Maltzberger. I'm yeah. there Monday through Sunday. I never have a day off. I do yeah. work all week. And how often week. are you over at the Stone Oak one? Stone Oak, I'm no longer there. Um, okay. I used to go there Tuesdays and Thursdays. So, but so go to the Jones Maltzberger one. <laughs> <laughs> Jones Maltzberger. <laughs> It's it's right behind Walmart. There's a Poke Stop around there if you play Pokemon Go. And, <laughs> and there's a Cracker Barrel. There is a Cracker Barrel there. <laughs> they have good pancakes. Yeah. Anyway, well, thanks for, thanks for taking the time to, to sit with us. I mean, I think you sit with us anyway, man. Yeah. You talk with us anyway, but for, for but, sure. but we don't appreciate it any less. No, yeah, it's, <laughs> yes. Well, enjoy. I always enjoy talking to you, man. Your your inspiration, continuing inspiration for man. me as well. So just the guy. Shut the fuck up. See? I'm just a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I would say the same thing if I were in your shit. Like, yeah, I'm just a dude. I'm just a dude who chokes other dudes. <laughs> All right, man. Who dresses well. as another dude who chokes other dudes. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> no problem. Okay, so I want to reiterate that this episode was recorded several months ago. So any references to specific events that occurred, such as the the Dillinger show that happened back in May and uh, 
the upcoming competition that Mark was referring to in July, well, that's obviously passed by now. Such is time, right? But the rest of the conversation isn't necessarily bound by any particular time frame. We both still teach. He's still over at the jones Moltzberger location uh, that we were talking about. So, hey, you should go check it out, right? You can get your first lesson for freezies. It's a trial. So go there. Go to Ohana Academy. Ask for Mark. Tell them you demand to be taught jujitsu by the Mark. They'll know who you're talking about. I mean, oh, that guy, really? Yeah, okay, he's all right. No, seriously, though, you should go uh, check it out. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Until next time, ciao.